I'm ready to start it. Hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Post Roll Podcast, Cheers. episode 26. 26. This is fight science, life science. We'll get into why. We got fake MMA news today. We got, uh, what else we got? Oh, life talk. Life talk. Yeah, life talk. Life talk all day. Yeah, talking about jujitsu and comparing things to jujitsu all day. All of it. Yeah, yeah we're gonna bring the we're gonna merge life and jujitsu once again. You're gonna get to in this like we've podcast. We've never done it before. Yeah, in this podcast, <laughs> we constantly reconnect all the elements of your life to what you're learning in jujitsu, and hopefully that uh, enlightens, enlightens all of us. Oh yeah, of course. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that keeps us honest. Um, Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Guayaki Yerba Mate. Thank you to GJJ SAV. Thank you to GJJ SAV. Uh, Gracie Jiu Jitsu Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world with the best dude in the world, under the best dude in the world, with the best people in the world. Yeah, I mean, they're the best people in the world. I don't know any, I don't know any people better. Drilling all week. Fake MMA news. I'm excited about that. It's going to be good. I'm excited to see you abuse that button. <laughs> let's, let, let's get right into this. Uh, oh, yeah, let's, let's jump so I've it. been training. I've been training. Uh, now I'm back. Okay, so I wasn't training for a while. And then um, I was training with – well, I was training, but I was training like um, intermittently with Joel. And uh, it was cool. Uh, we were getting, getting our licks in. But it, it also was not as uh, – you know, you're not training with a different body, so you're not getting all the looks. I got hurt the first day of training, so I'm just like ribs, right? blasted. Yeah, yeah, ribs. And then, um, and then um, the other, then the other thing that happened was I also have all these things around the around the you know around my property. So I'm cutting wood. I got a guy who's got a bunch of wood. He needs cut up, and I'm helping him. So I'm chopping wood. Yeah. I got the rib thing. I'm still doing that. I'm still training. I'm training every single day. And then I, Jeez. yeah. And then I inter- and then I introduced my four year old to jujitsu. She had her first ever class last Violet. night. Violet. Oh, she looked, you did. She loved it. Too. Jimmy taught her jujitsu last night. Oh, she, that was so you know what she fun. told me tonight? What did she say? Oh, I'm gonna tell you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is so cool. She goes last night as we're going to sleep and yeah. we're reading books and stuff. And and she goes, and she goes. Um, I said, uh, did you like jiu jitsu today? And she goes, yes. And Grace is my partner. And I hope she's my partner again. And I go, yeah. Because you picked her, them as partners. Yeah, oh, I thought they were perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And then she goes, Jimmy is always going to be my coach forever. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. I love Violet. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> Yo, she's He'll so sweet. He'll be my coach sweet. forever. And I go, yeah, and I go, and actually, when you're older, you probably train with James too. And she goes, no, Jimmy's always going to be my coach forever. <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that cool though? That's she, oh, she's such a sweetheart. Oh my yeah. god, she really thinks about these things too, and she gets real serious. And then she'll say something like that, and you're like, "Oh wow!" Oh, when she was Let's watching class, going. like I was teaching, and I'd look at, I, li- I like to look at the kids and see their expressions to see what they're th- like, how they're thinking, and her like serious discernment, the look on her face when she's watching techniques. Yeah. I'm like, Violet's in this, sh- this the thick of it right now. We're talking about a four year old yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> she's I there. was noticing it too. Yeah, and and just the way I explained, you know, uh, yesterday's lesson, you know. Look dead, look alive. Yeah. Look dead. Just to show them like, yo, this is dead. You need to be alive. Keep your elbows in, mountain legs. Yeah. Like they they really get into that. Like, oh shit, this is dead. Okay, this is alive. Yeah. Okay, this is dead. This is alive. Yeah, she loved it, man. I love that look on her face. It was wicked. When she was paying attention, so like focused. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed, man, because I didn't know, you know, I mean, we've goofed around a bunch at the house and, uh, you know, Grayson knows jujitsu, so they always goof off and then he'll show her. I think I think he spent a lot of time saying, no, you put your arm here and you do this and then now you and then do this, this now. Yeah. And he pretends with her. We're like, okay, now throw me. And then he'll like go flying, you know, and and he does all this funny stuff with her that she likes and thinks is really fun. And she Mm -hmm. giggles the whole time. And they just they rip it up, but but I think in the play he's very specific. Like he's like, no, no, you have to put your hand here. Yeah. So she must be this trained must her be. ability to hear that there's details. And mm-hmm. so uh, I was watching her recognize that with you. Oh yeah. yeah? I was just recognizing the detail, like okay. you said, sitting there watching you and like really listening. And did you notice <laughs> she was kind of glowing too? Like she was kind of like had she, that like secret smile thing. She, going? Her eyes were wide open. She was mm-hmm. just like, "Whoa, what are we yeah. doing here?" Like someone's sitting on top of you and you're bumping them off. Like we were working mount escapes, guys, and yeah. uh, it was just cool to watch them like see the power of your hips. You know, she was okay. So she was geared up. Um, she she is geared up for this kind of thing. Certain kids are just geared up for this kind of interaction with yeah. other people, yeah. but she doesn't get it because the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Well, from mm-hmm. the time she was three till she was, you Dang. know, till now, right? She's been in pandemic for like <clears throat> yeah. most of her like so she consciousness. she was supposed <laughs> to be in preschool last year and and she couldn't do any of it. Um, 
Wow. And so it's just been us at the house. Some people come in and interact and, you know, she's got, we have a nanny that works with us and yeah. that works with her and has been since she was a baby. And, um, and they, they're always engaged in something. She's a teacher. The nanny that we have has a teaching degree. Yeah. And so it's really been constructive for Violet. But, um, but we don't know how we know that she interacts really well with other kids and yeah. like she's but we don't know how it goes because we've never really seen it that much. She goes to ballet class, mm-hmm. but that's a really weird, mysterious thing because <laughs> you've got to drop her off and they take her in there and you're not allowed in there because of the COVID thing. And <laughs> Shut so, the door yeah, behind like, you. Come on, out. girls. Yeah, we don't know what they're doing. Come back in, in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we haven't heard anything weird yet. I keep okay. like asking her. So how is ballet? Like, I want to hear like, what are they doing in there? Never talk about ballet. Yeah, we don't talk about <laughs> it. Don't talk about ballet. Rule number one. <laughs> don't talk about <laughs> So, yeah, rule one, two, and three is don't talk about that. We're on our toes. That's all you need to know about. Ten toes down, baby. Ten toes We're on down. our toes. That's all you need to that's know. All you need. Toes are all you need to know. Ho. Ho. What'd you say, Violet? Who, who's talking to you like that? <laughs> so, yeah, this mysterious thing she does. We never get to see her interact with the kids. We imagine she likes it. She talks about it. Yeah. But then... Um, uh, but then last night was the first time I really got to see her in like that setting. The and dude, I was impressed mm. with mm. how she listens and how she she focuses and tries to do what's you know she doesn't yeah. goof off. No, did you, who's the little blonde boy? That kept le- like Andrew. He, did you see her come up to her and he, he like sat no. next to her and sat right up next to her. He was, was trying. Like, He's always trying somebody. Right up next Literally to her. Literally always. He trying kept somebody. scooting and scooting and scooting until they were touching <laughs> shoulders. And she looked at him like this and then was just staring at you like why. She's like, yeah. What are you doing? Like, yeah. stop, move. I'm trying to yeah. listen and pay attention. Yeah. And Andrew's always looking for someone to mess with. Dude. So, like, while I'm teaching, I'm always like, Andrew, hands. So-. I, I, I catch him now yeah, before yeah. before he even does it. I catch yeah, him. Yeah. And he's like, oh god, dang, I can't even get away with anything he was like, anymore. He was climbing on this one kid, and the kid's like, rah, all mad. <laughs> and I go over there, and I go, hey, uh, J- Coach Jimmy's talking. We have to listen because he's teaching us how not to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "What?" And I go, "You're what? You got to learn to not get hurt, or else you're gonna get hurt. You gotta listen to Jimmy." <laughs> Jimmy. And he's like, okay. And then that's when he went over to, and then he sat sat down, and he sat down next to Violet, but there's a big space. Right. And, and then he looked over and saw Violet, and he's like, "Okay." And then he started scooting, yeah. and scooting, and scooting. I swear, he's literally like like a human magnet. He is. He just like scoots, 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 and then he's on top of the person, oh, man. hand in their face. I'm like, Andrew, look he, how that how did that happen? Like, he's gonna doing? be an interesting dude because he's a- adorable. He's yeah, incredibly super adorable, super. Cute, yeah. but he's like super fierce when he fights. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, man, he's gonna be a beast because he's yeah. just fierce. If he just hones in on his focus, it's over for everybody. Hey, do you have any kids that have now developed into a, another level, like they, they, that they started early, like little kids, and now yeah. they're teenagers or, or anything like mm. that, or at least a couple, three years, right? Uh, my longest students I've had, I've had them for like five years now, and that's mm. like that's Turk and Petra. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are my like longest standing <laughs> students, and I've known them since they were four, and now they're like eight, and or like since they were six, and now they're you know. Are you not, noticing like not, roller bearings with these kids? Like they're moving like they like they know what they're doing, a little bit, or they're not quite there yet. No, I, I'm I'm seeing that for sure, but I think that's a lot of those kids take off a lot. Like kids just take off time. Oh oh, there's chunks of time. Fa- yeah, chunks sure. of time where they're like taking off because their families are doing yeah, something. Yeah, or, or COVID happens, or, co- or there's a yeah, global or, pandemic. Or a global pandemic yeah. happens from time to time. Something weird. Yeah, something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the plague. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the black plague just takes us out, and we have to like shut the gym down every yeah. now and then. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely noticing some kids like like Nathaniel, like when he first started to now, and I've only had him for about a year and a half, going on two, I think, and he's moving like crazy. I mean, yeah. his, his guillotines, just the way they're hip switching, the way they're mounting, the way they're like dismounting. I'm like, dang, you guys are really getting this. And, yeah. and I think in the beginning, I would hold kids back. I would hold knowledge back because I'm like, oh, they can't handle all this. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, no, no. I need to tailor, tailor suit this, this teaching style mm-hmm. to teach this complex jujitsu in a way that like they can digest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like yeah. Just, just using animal names and animal different names positions and, and funny little things like look, look dead, look alive that really yeah. teaches them to keep their elbows in uh-huh. and, and keep their legs connected to the ground you know what i mean i was like look alive yeah look alive this is yep. if, so so i can say commands and they do it yeah like, in a competition so it's easier for me to coach and this past competition we just went to on saturday really opened my eyes to the kind of teaching i need to have so that it's easier to coach live yeah because i can be like look alive uh security guard boom you know i can say things and they'll just do it yeah it's, they know where the position they, is they know what it is they, yeah, yeah security guards need elbow yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, which that. I didn't know that till last night. Yeah, because I knew Mountain River Tree and all that, but yeah. you developed more stuff. Since. More things. Yeah, I'm always every day I'm developing something. And yeah, trying to, like c- cement it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's easier because otherwise coaching is hard. 
Right. Like I'm like, oh, you have to do this, but like I have to tell you how to do it. No. The only issue will be when you, you know, with new students. Have you noticed that where you're like, you know, we were like, okay, uh, Mountain River Tree, security guard. Yeah. And you're like, you know, or whatever, you know, armadillo face. And they're like, what? I don't, <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> it clown, okay. <laughs> no. It clown. It clown. <laughs> that's attack, I guess. That's, that's what just, is that? That's dip. <laughs> that's dip. And you see, if you see a sewer, dip. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, like it's sometimes it can get frustrating because I have to break down Mountain River Tree or break down certain things to the new kids and the older kids are like, yeah, well, here we go. Eyes are, here we freaking go. Coach Jamie going off on the tangent. Yeah. We get it. It's like they act like they weren't in that position. They forget that one, like once upon a time. Oh, so you don't, so you don't think, you don't cater to that. You say, no, guys, you're going to watch this again. Yeah, and this I, is fundamentals. We got to hear it again. I, in that moment when I see that attitude, I go, you guys need to walk into this door like you know nothing every single day. Nice. Like you know nothing. See, okay? my inclination would have been to like, okay, well, what can we do for these kids while the other kids are learning the new thing that we can entertain them? But that's wrong. Yeah, that see, okay. Then there's a balance to that, right? Like even even yesterday, there's, you know how you know how Violet was like, you know, yeah. taking the time to do stuff, and you were helping her. Uh-huh. I had the other kids do like four points of base or teeter totter yeah. or a bridging. I'm yeah. like, okay, now teeter totter until everybody's done. Yeah. Instead of having them sit there do nothing because that's when problems happen uh-huh. when they're not moving. So I'm uh-huh. like, all right, you guys just keep moving, doing something, jumping jacks, do jumping jacks until we get back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the and then then I can slowly teach somebody on the side something while they're moving, getting them tired, getting them. Oh, working you always out. have those in your back pocket, those little things. Always something, just something they can yeah. work on that that's not going to hurt them. Like bridge. Yeah, go ahead. I'm like, get 150 bridges, and then yeah. they're, they're all like, yeah, let's get 150 bridges. You know what I mean? It really like pushes their competitive nature because then there's kids that are next to each other that are like, I'm going to get 100. And they're like looking at Ryder and Kylan, especially Ryder and Kylan, uh, Chad's kids, mm-hmm. super competitive. And like other kids, like they just create that competitive vibe. His names are, the names are Ryder and Kylan? Ryder and Kylan. Wow. And then the youngest, interesting the youngest brother is Griff. Griff? Griff. Those are great names. Pan, yeah, Pan Griffey. That, that boy is, man, they're all on another level, man. Dude. I love them. And they just like create, yeah. Ryder and Kylan are gray belts. Um, and so they just create this competitive nature where people are like, yo, I want to go up to Ryder and Kylan's level. And they're yeah. super focused. So, yeah. I always thought I uh, wanted to name my kid. Like, Grayson, I named him Gray. We talked about this a little bit. I named yeah. him uh, Grayson because of Gracie because I thought I'd <laughs> call him Gracie. But then if it didn't work out and he didn't do jujitsu, I could still call him Grayson. Yeah. And nobody would know that I fucked up, you know? <laughs> So uh, uh, didn't teach him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that and then, uh, but his name was originally going to be Hickson, but my wife said that uh, Rick's that if they call him Rickson, yeah. or if we put a H I X O N, then it would just you know be Americanized, and then it would just be Hick, and they call him Hick. They call him Hick. He yeah, stupid, which, stupid Hick. Whatever. <laughs> and then we moved to Georgia, and I'm like, yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a stupid Hick, okay? <laughs> Yeah, but but I love the new names, man. Yeah, yeah that's what, that's when you know somebody really loves jujitsu. They bring their kids in for the first class, and it's like, okay, this is Hoyler. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. god, I know what Here's you a, about, Gordon Ryan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> all, all my boys are named Ryan. At the How end. many Gordons are we going to see coming up in the next? <laughs> uh, man, maybe maybe a bunch. Gord, something about Gordon kind of sounds like prestigious. It does Gordon. a little bit. Gordon, Gordon, Gordon. Well, Gordon. it's a British, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Well, it's a little British. Yeah. I, I, oh, by the way, uh, World world Jiu-Jitsu. So I made a couple notes of things I wanted to talk about that uh-huh. I forgot. I just We were just watching like some uh, MMA, uh, old Bellator thing. Mm-hmm. And Smith, uh, that guy Jimmy Smith. Jimmy I, Smith, yep. I think is the commentator. And um, that dude did Fight Science, I believe it was called. But it was this thing. I remember when Jiu-Jitsu was first like popping. And, yeah. and I was like super obsessed. <clears throat> I was going to like video stores and finding like the old. They Some of them would have like in the adult section or something. They'd have like. Like UFC <laughs> box set or whatever Gra- grappling in the adult yeah, section. Yeah, it was really trippy. <laughs> <laughs> it was really That's weird. So, That's and uh, yeah, it was in places where you'd find like the most vicious horror, like blood, bloody asphalt or whatever, like these crazy <laughs> things. And then there'd be like MMA, you know, <laughs> backdoor. Wrestling. Yeah, well, King of the Cage. They had King of the Cage box sets. They had okay, like okay. all these different things. <clears throat> Um, you know, King of the Cage Pride. They had Pride. Oh, Pride. Different yeah. Pride tournaments mm-hmm. on DVD, right? So you'd get them and then watch them on DVD. Isn't that trippy? That's dope. Yeah, I, so I've so, never seen. I loved Pride it. On DVD. I loved it, and and I would go and get them, and the people didn't even know that was there. So I felt like I had this secret, like gold. No one knew that stuff was. No, they were. All, it was. It was always in. It was never out. <laughs> it wasn't like you know you'd go to get like you know Love Actually when it first came out and you couldn't get it. That's a rom com. Sorry. Yeah, that's so, 
Which, we're going to get to that later. I remember we were talking about testosterone right, right. levels. Test, yeah, so about how test, test levels. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about rom coms. So you're anyway. like hiding videos in the bag. They're like private videos. I mean, hide it under Dude, this, this. You'd have bomb. to. You'd yeah. have to. You'd have to like stash videos. So anyway, I used um, to do that in Blockbuster, but right. Yeah, it's high yeah. videos. Yeah, <laughs> I buy this ne- next week. So you know, yeah, of course. So yeah, so so th- that's where I got it, and then I, I would get this, you know, I get MMA, and then I'd watch it, and uh, but but this guy at that time was on this, I guess it was Travel Channel or something. Him and another guy named Jim. I feel like they both had the same name, mm. and um, but anyway, they they would travel to different parts of the world, yeah, and in and in uh. Embrace their whatever martial art, and they would learn that mar- immerse themselves in that martial art, and then mm-hmm. compete. Oh, really? Yeah, Kali stick how- fighting, like in, in the Philippines. How like long they would go to different places? How and then, long would they study it for? I don't know how long they were there, but it wasn't that long. I mean, it's not like they were there training like, for months and like, months. Okay, so like a week, guess, <laughs> and then they yeah, go compete. Yeah, yeah, and then they'd have to fight these guys. They would get their asses handed that's, to them. That's wild. I'd imagine like really training cool. jujitsu for a week at like well, our school, and then going to New Breed or something. Well, them, like, a lot of them were like real primitive martial arts, so it was like really cool. And uh, yeah, it, it was really cool to watch. Uh, that, is, that is pretty interesting. Yeah, I want to see some of these comments. I'm I'm not watching the comments real close. It's mostly sorry, Paul. Guys. It's mostly Paul in here. It, it, it says, is. Colin, you suck. <laughs> Rock solid bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dimples. What did he say? Yeah. Yeah. Colin, okay, like, you're seeing all. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right Let's now. Umberto is watching. Umberto, what's up? Umberto. Umberto. All right, that's my homie from uh, another mother. Umberto. Um, hey, wait a second. What's this? Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, no! It's time for the fake MMA news. That's Noticias Falsificadas in honor of Humberto. This is the fake news that is not news, but uh, we made it up. And now you've heard it, so you can't unhear it. Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown have announced that they're having a baby. That's one badass baby. Hey. (laughs) She said it happened during training. Said Brown, it's very hard to pass Ronda's guard. Oh, Without some drip drip. In related news, uh, Roy Nelson has announced that he was pregnant every time he fought in the UFC. <laughs> and uh, USADA has announced that they will be, begin uh, mandatory pregnancy testing for everyone in the heavyweight division. Oh, except wow. Francis Ngannou. <laughs> the only fit one there. Who doesn't look like he just had a food baby. Right, never. Yeah, never. Never food babies. look like that. Uh, in betting news, Ben Askren will be fighting Steve Hawking's corpse. Dana will be betting $1 million on Hawkins. <laughs> He's like, never again. <laughs> As he hummed the tune, won't get fooled again. Okay, money news. Conor McGregor suggests he may buy Manchester United in an effort to make it rain, bitch. Spend oh, that, some of that cheddar. That's hilarious. That, that whole incident is crazy. He's got it, so much money. Uh, so much money to blow. <laughs> also, Ben Askren will be buying a chain of restaurants called Words. This way, he won't be the only one eating his words. Yes! Bam! That is the fake MMA news. Noticias falsificadas. The news that is not news because we made it up. But now you've heard it, so you can't unhear it. It'll always be in there. Like a worm in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That Ben Askren, uh, Logan Paul fight was just like insane in the sense that I think that one I think it was fake Weird. <laughs> you think, do you always are like conspiracy guy in this stuff I don't know I mean I don't think he did it don't, I don't think I don't I always think the best of these guys I don't think they're throwing fights that's so high level deception well, yeah I mean it's not really that high level it's, it's been done before he doesn't need to he's not a boxer why would he need to throw it just go in and be you but but to just get knocked out off the ones after fighting in MMA, getting knees to the head, I mean, getting elbowed in the face, punched in the face consecutively, round after round, to get yeah. knocked out as you think early it's as related? You... Think it's related? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Could have okay. added up, bro. I, I just think Ben Askren has a pretty good chin. You know, he just he just he, okay. he, he, he can take a hit. So for him I to get just get hit off the ones like that with padded gloves versus the MMA gloves. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but I got a wrinkle I'm going to throw in here. Okay, throw it, throw it. Here's the wrinkle, and this is in this uh, this nobody's talking about this. Okay. Um, ben Askren fought how many times in the UFC on his second contract when he was in when he was back in? Lord knows. Twice or three times? I can't remember. Maybe twice. I think it was twice, but maybe it was three times. But anyway, who did he fight? Remember Lawler? Remember he caught him in a, a, a bulldog choke or whatever? Yeah. What happened in the first round? The first round, he spent. The first round, getting smashed. And I mean smashed in a way that would humble you until the day you die. Like smashed. Mm. His brain was smashed against the canvas over and over by Robbie Lawler, and he was not knocked out. But, dude. That was good imagery. The damage. Ah, ah, the ah. damage. He was on his back against the canvas getting smashed. There's and the- he survived that because he still had hope. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to – I can win this. Thing. All I got to do is get a leg. I got to get this guy on the ground. Yeah. And then he did get control of him in the grappling, and then he did end up winning the fight, right? Yeah. 
but but, but the damage he took during that during that three, lot of damage. three solid minutes probably yeah, of top yeah. time where he got abused in a way that like most guys don't come back from. Right. I suggest that he wasn't the same after that ever. Hmm. And if you look back, I'm I mean I'd be surprised if if you, if somebody could prove me wrong on this. I think yeah. I think that messed him up, dude. And I don't think he could take I don't think he could take the same stuff that he could that's, before. That's definitely a possibility. One for fight him, can for, change your chin. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean one fight can change all your brain cells. You can be like yeah. out for a while off the count. But he um, never went out. He never technically went out. He probably went out flash knockouts during yeah. that. I just mean out like as far as your but career bro, goes and, and coming back to fighting. I mean, it's, it's like that that hit that uh, Bisbing took. Everybody was concerned that when Dan Henderson yeah. flew, oh, flew in the air and smashed him super hard, that mm. he was not going to come back from that. And he even said there was a there was a, there was moments where it was yeah. hard for him to mentally fight yeah. because he, he had because he had that in his head. Yeah, it's brain there. fog. Yeah, even that knee from Masvidal. Well, no, also just this, you know, just that, watching that the highlight. Show. Watching the highlight. Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. knee from Yeah, the, yeah, the knee from Masvidal. Like, maybe that yeah. knee also shook him a little bit. But even still... Changes your chin, dude. All that stuff changes you. And and um, But, I mean, just, just the pounding and the pounding of that, that Lawler round. I just, I just want to know if I Logan think... Paul's nice like that or, like, if Ben Askren's just washed up. You know, is it nice? A, what do you mean nice? Like nice with the hands? Like is Logan? Is Logan looked, Paul? A, it looked a really pretty good slick. Boxer? He had a good combo. He's not a really good boxer, but he just used he's, a combination. He's good enough to work Ben Askren. Here's the other pro, thing. Pro, pro hey, fighter. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. There you go. Go. I'm excited about this because I just watched an interview with Askren talking to Ariel Hawani, who I don't know why that guy has such low likability. Ariel Hawani, you ever watch him? In a, no. He's so it's so hard to like him. Is he a it's, boring fighter? No, no, he's a commentator. Oh, Ariel. He's, he's a news guy. Oh, okay. He's the guy that uh, Dana hates so much, and they had, he, they got in this real scuffle. Yeah, like a real like verbal like. Oh thing damn! He, he hates Ariel Hawani. Kicked him out of UFCs. Like, he's not allowed in him. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, yeah, it was bad. But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. The guy just is so unlikable. But he said some stuff during that that I was like, oh, God, I still – I'm just trying to like you. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, Ben Askren said in that interview a couple days ago, he said um, – he goes, uh, you know, I could hear my my – my coaches all along uh-huh. and, and he said and Tyron was saying to him to me over and over bro hands up like put your guard up and he mm-hmm. goes but but 10 but, years but, but of this, MMA but this money no no <laughs> no 10 years of but MMA this, but this no check. don't be this, like that this bag here's the thing I'm, I'm talking why, about okay what you talking he, about well first of all his guard his guard is it was always low, and he always he always left the overhand right available. Okay, because the overhand right's the best shot to shoot, the uh, best punch uh, yeah. to shoot on. Uh-huh, of course. So when the overhead hand right starts, he goes right into a shot. It makes and sense that, that you wouldn't practice for this boxing match, but right? That's you what th- his body does. So you know this through jujitsu. Yeah. That's what his body does. So he had to train for eleven weeks. He had to train to get his guard up to cover the, to block that. That's a but, lot of time to train his, for a fight that you could win a million dollars for. It's actually not a long time to train for a million. It's, bo- no, 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 no. This is the issue. It's a long time to untrain. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, he I, had to untrain movement. Yeah, I could. I, How I could, do you do that? I can see that argument. I mean, yeah, if you're a pro, you can do it. I don't know. You're untrain. You're professional. Untrain like like massive pieces of how your body moves and has its whole life. Like yeah. now you're gonna say 11 weeks. I'm gonna change how I react in a split second to an overhand right. Like I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't think that's humanly possible. I, I think it's possible if you're a professional. This, this is it's your job. Not 100. percent Not 100. It's, it's 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 possible. It's, there's there's a possibility, which means that there's not 100 percent chance that it won't happen. You just say that yeah. guard that guard was not. So maybe okay. Yeah, well, what saying, if it's a mixture of the two? What if you know? it's a he's mixture a, of the he's two? Not, he's not a noob pulling off off the street, you know, backyard fighting. Yeah, <laughs> what if, we're, we're trying to get him ready. What if it's it, this? What if, fighter. what if it's the two together? What if it's it it is possible, yeah. but it's super hard. It's and, hard. Yeah, I admit he, it's probably it's hard. And, and it's not it's a conscious decision to not do it, but it's also not a conscious decision to give everything you have to doing it. Because what's worst case scenario? I get knocked out, collect my money, move on. Mm. You see what I'm saying? There's no drive, what, no fire. What, what do you mean no drive? What else is he doing in his career? Right? Is, no, no, is no. He... I'm saying there's no fire for him because that that little piece of him that wants to maybe yeah. be what you're saying, which is a can, and say I'm just going to collect my money and throw this. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's maybe a little piece of him in the back. Of his head going why are you working so hard you don't got to do that yeah and, that, and so it's hard to fight through that i see and for me it's not a little piece i think that's all of what he was doing <laughs> I don't you think, think it was i don't think it up. was a little piece i think he was like yeah you know what <sighs> let's just drop this shit let's get this bag it's a bag five hundred thousand dollars that's a pretty good bag for like i don't know how long how long was the fight 
Not even like two minutes. It was short. Yeah, it was a pretty short fight. Yeah, one round. Yeah, like people spent a lot of money to go see that one. fight, and it was just oh, it was the first round, right? One hour and fifty nine minutes. Yeah, but they got to see Justin Bieber. <laughs> worth <laughs> worth it. <laughs> so here's the but problem yeah. with the conspiracy. Why I have an aversion to these things. Okay. When okay. you always mention, I, I you always feel that way, and you're a skeptical. Or I whatever. don't always. You almost always are skeptical hippo on everything because you're like uh, I don't know. You know, I, I think this is what happened. Man, I just, what was I the just first one? Underestimate hum, humans. Uh, was it the Connor? No, it wasn't the Connor. Uh, Might it? Could be a fight. It was. A, it was another fight. I forgot. Yeah. That I was just like, nah. You're like, like nah. Remember. That was a. That was a. That was a fluke. Fix. Fluke. You said it was a fix and all this. Fixing flukes. <sighs> Maybe it was Connor. But anyway. Um. Oh no! It was. It was. Um. Cowboy. Connor yeah. Cowboy. And and, and when was, Connor knocked out Cowboy, and you're saying Cowboy just gave up or like quit. Or like didn't didn't think, do what he was supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, like yeah. Well, was, well, I I felt like he did kind of quit in that fight. I feel like he didn't really put up his best effort there. I don't know, but I, but I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a fighter. Right. But then when know. you when you rewatch it, it's pretty violent. Yeah, the stuff is. he took to the face. It is. It is. So, that, was, that was just my like knee jerk reaction. Right. <laughs> Your knee jerk reaction is skeptical. Yeah. 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 And and contrarian. Cynical. <laughs> I'm a cynical contrarian. So so the skeptic. Pro- so the problem <laughs> with that for me, this is my aversion. Is I, I always feel like. Um, if I if I think that way, then I'm that way. Like if if I'm thinking that way, it's because I'm deceptive. If I think everybody's mm, deceptive, mm. it's because I'm deceptive. So if I if I put everybody on Maybe the standard I'm that I want, no, 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 no not necessarily. <laughs> this is just I'm my shysty. how my brain works. Okay. I, I maybe I think if I put everybody on that standard mm. to not be lying to me and deceiving me, that they will, that they will do that. That they, right. if I expect it from them, the best from them, they'll be the best. Maybe maybe that's just an, a, a reaction, knee jerk reaction. I I also agree with that. Like if you yeah. expect the best, like if you like pour into somebody in a certain way and you speak life into them, that life will come out. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I wholeheartedly live my life like that too. Right. But I also am looking for my leg to be attacked because I will attack your legs. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like not gonna leave my foot out there hanging to be attacked. I'm not like not. I, I don't want to be naive. I guess sometimes I'm like so super polar in that way in in respects or in um in the uh, attempts to offset being naive about anything yeah you know what i mean like i like it's the last thing i want to be is naive about something and i want to be able to like see all the opportunities and uh, not perceptions or perspectives but more like all the potential outcomes of anything and yeah. and you kind of got to be open to all the possibilities to see all the outcomes you know what i mean so then you could like prepare for them and maybe it's a, a mode of overthinking that i have i don't know Maybe or maybe it's just an appropriate amount of thinking. I think <laughs> I think there's just not as enough thinking going on on the regular. You, <laughs> you know what mean? I'm saying? Like well, about- because it makes it it sort of makes it stand out when you do think hard about something. It, yeah, because I feel that way too. Where I'm like, am I overthinking this, yeah, or am yeah. I just thinking as much as we always should be thinking? Right, right. I'm like, because uh, there's dangers everywhere. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to protect myself or protect <laughs> myself from being taken advantage of in any situation. You know, or being fooled. You know, yeah. that's the last thing I want to be is fooled by some shit. Why is that? I don't know. I guess ego. <laughs> yeah, maybe of course a little bit of ego in that, or just like you know wanting to like, self preservation. Yeah, maybe too. You know, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. The, the, That's the, the little kid in you thinking. You know, just nobody's like, gonna save me. Just, so just like getting hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah. That also is like a childhood thing, kind mm-hmm. of. You know, like father, father left. Like from day one, I'm like, yo, no one has to love you, and no one has to care about you, regardless of what you think about the world. No one has to. Even the people that say they love you and are supposed to love you, they don't have to. So you kind of got to figure shit out on your own eventually. Even And so I guess I do have – I've always had trust issues generally. But I try to trust the people I love more than I usually typically do. But Yeah. Yeah, but, you extend you extend more trust to the people close to you. Of course, of course. Yeah, and you're able to control that. But people I'm not close, I'm like, uh, so I'm like, like people in the news. Yeah, people in the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any news anchor, I'm like, yeah, shut up. I well, don't even know. Well, here's the ugly side of my belief system is that um, when when I did finally discover through being interviewed about s- certain things in my life uh, on the news or whatever, yeah. Um, by by people that I respected in the news, I found out that they all had agendas and they're all lying, and I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, okay. Most, most well, what, what kind of weird rose-colored glasses am I walking around with? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who else is lying to me? Who else is lying and, yeah. and, and putting up these fronts? I had a real down. I had a real depressing few months where I was like, okay, the world's not at all what I thought it was, mm. you know, in in uh, in these kind of <clears throat> big ways, you know, in these bigger ways, yeah. uh, large, you know, large... Uh, like, you know, when you when you watch, like, you trust, you trust certain, you know, news stations or you trust, you know... Yeah. 
certain bigger figures in your life, whether it's yeah. you know CNN or your jujitsu coach or whatever, yeah, whoever it is, someone close. When to that you, gets violated, that's a deeper thing than when mm. somebody lies to you in, in yeah. at, at Starbucks and says, "No, that's that's, that's oat milk." Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a, oat milk. You're like, "Lie, oh, that's coconut." This is not oat milk. <laughs> Yeah, that's not so yeah. bad, but like someone you love, like yeah. someone that's like maybe like a relationship partner or something like that. Ugh. Yeah, that's that can really hurt your trust for reals. For Isn't real. that weird that like the one thing it's sexual we're talking about probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah where it, with marriage is different because then it's it's more about other stuff. It's more about like you and, said you were going to do this and you didn't. Yeah. You said we would, you know. And you have a binding contract and you guys both said vows. Whereas yeah. I think marriage is so different than anything else. You both said vows in front of people maybe, or maybe you did it at a court or something, but you guys both agreed and adhered to expectations of each other. Yeah. Whereas in a relationship that doesn't have those strings attached, even if it's just like a, a committed one, yeah. it's there's, there's nothing like that. Anyone can walk away at any time. Wait a minute. But it, doesn't it make it more of a commitment because <clears throat> because you don't have something legally binding you yeah well you didn't you didn't stand <laughs> up and go i'm gonna do this and that and these things and then you go okay now you better do those things and those things and you're like okay and then every day you're like ah man i promised i would do those things and these things <sighs> but if you don't have that then aren't you just sort of bound by your own uh virtue uh like you know what's right and wrong and you know what you should and shouldn't do and so you kind of true keep but inside of that framework the but, best you can but but with the documents and, and with the, the actual like saying of your vows now you have that exact virtue but like written down or that same virtue put into like this like this thing that actually holds it's like cohesive more cohesive yeah than, but you can lean than, on that than just your work it's, yeah it's it's like going to aa to quit drinking that's i i feel like people do that because they kind of yeah they need it's, accountability it's, it's not like it's easier but i'm yeah. just saying that like the, the accountability and having other people hold you accountable right. is what's needed at that higher level of addiction or whatever but some people even though they have a high level of addiction have the self-discipline or the mm. wherewithal to do it cold turkey and do it themselves and still and still fully commit to not not uh, falling off the wagon or whatever. I'll give you a jujitsu reference for this. Relating life to jujitsu, right? I'm, real, I'm, a, I'm a brown belt. Brown with a white belt. Maybe, Man, maybe bragging, they maybe bragging. they do may, <laughs> maybe they do something that like I don't need to be super technical to escape from, or or I don't have to be super technical to attack them, right? If I'm rolling with James, he's going to hold me more accountable to being more technical. Mm -hmm. So the higher level you go, there has to be a higher level of accountability for your own knowledge yeah. and for your ability. Whereas if I'm just rolling with the white belt, I don't even have to. He's not going to hold me accountable. They, they might not hold me accountable. To so what does that mean to you? What do you do then in, uh, with the white belt? Do you just float kind of free and you don't commit to those more technical defenses uh, i i do i do i i treat them as if they're a black belt bingo that's what i was gonna say is like so that's that's the quitting cold turkey and not going to aa yeah because you don't have the guy right there going you don't have your sponsor looking over your shoulder going bro what are you doing yeah i definitely see what you're saying because like because you have to now be more consciously aware of what you're doing and more, more yeah, the involved. guy's not holding you accountable you're right. the one holding you accountable which is hard because <laughs> it's hard for all of us we all you can get away with it yeah yeah exactly exactly whatever you can get away with you kind of will so i will so if you can't, then you're going to have to be. So. so that's where this relates to life is like if you treat if you treat jujitsu and life the same way in that way, then you, I mean, it all comes down to self-discipline. You, all these things are going to benefit, right? All yeah. these parts of your life are going to benefit. You, you're going to be able to control your your urges. You're going to mm. be able to hold yourself accountable. Right. right and right. your jujitsu will get better. <laughs> Wait, really? The most important. Most mo more important than anything else. Your relationship, whatever. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's on paper. Yeah. <laughs> and my belt, though, this is on my waist. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't wear that on my waist. But um, no, nah, I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, and we were talking a lot about worry last week or mm, earlier in the week. And uh -huh. worry and like, to me, like I, as a 50-year-old guy, um, and we let's start with the quote I threw on you. Um, that I hope broke your cycle a little bit and got you thinking. Mark Twain? Yeah, the Mark Twain quote. It's a great quote. I have, yeah. I'm a very old man, and I'm probably going to screw this up a little bit. I'm a very old man. I've lived through many troubles, most of which have never occurred, Yeah, <laughs> which um, indicates that like, you know, what we all experience where it's like you, you, you worry so much and you think so much about mm -hmm. what's going to happen. It's mm -hmm. going to go wrong and you got to control it. And then it never really does mm -hmm. you're, because you're anticipating worst case scenario and trying yeah. to prepare for it yeah. for whatever reason, whatever in your personality makes you do that. But the point um, that I was trying to make to you is that, um, on another level of this mm -hmm. is that you of all people and and I think everybody if they hold themselves accountable yeah um constantly trying to do that yeah can can overcome whatever that scenario is and 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 transcend it and make it 
what it's going to be because these things are going to happen. Making but, the best out of anything yeah. given to you. And I think yeah. when people have a situation happen in their life that's like bad, that's like scary, that mm-hmm. like that that one of those sort of benchmark things that you see in somebody's life when they're kind of on a trail of despair where they screw yeah. up X, 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 and X. Uh-huh. They have all these like kind systemic. of this damage going Damaging. on in their life. Yeah. And you see those things. And if one of those things pops up in your life, you think of yourself as a loser. You're like, oh, I'm that guy. <laughs> and it, No, really. Yeah, no, for real. I feel you. But, like- but, but nobody's that guy until they let that thing mm-hmm. define who they are and mm-hmm. they don't transcend it and make it something better in their life or make it a good thing. Yeah, transforming or, it, really. Yep, yep. You got to transform. 100%. Yeah. So, so I think that that was the that was the main message that we kind of came away with cuz I, I like talking to you about these things cuz when you're going through troubles you come to me and then we talk and and I'm learning with you you know like yeah. cuz I'm revisiting some of these experiences that maybe I've had before or maybe because you can I relate I know you can relate to these things yeah, for sure them, some of them yeah yeah just because you've either been through it or you've you know you've talked to people who've been through yeah, it yeah and I've been know, around like, 50 years so yeah exactly yeah, been it's around come up. been on this planet <laughs> <laughs> it's come up but also I've seen patterns in people's behavior where like a person like like I said you use the term loser or whatever but like you don't want to feel that way you don't want to feel like a loser right, and so right. when you see these patterns and you you know you start to so that but anyway it all comes down to worry and you start to make these scenarios in your head and i think mm-hmm. one of the best ways to escape the feeling of being a loser or feeling like you're identified by your failures is to is to play them out for yeah. real play yeah. them out with mm-hmm. another person and say mm-hmm. okay um what what happens if this happens okay well now what now what would happen mm. then what would happen then what would happen what's what's the worst that could happen there and then what would you do and then what would you do and then you see it all and you go oh okay wait a second the, all, <laughs> the only reason this would be bad is if i react wrong yeah, if this and, happens then that and if, if i let that. this defeat me right. and i don't go in the direction that i would naturally yeah, go yeah. which is in a better place yeah if i yeah. let you hold on to this grip for longer than five seconds you're going to start passing my guard so I have, yeah. <laughs> I've got to break the grip initially. Yeah. And that initial grip in your life can be anything that kind of spirals you down. Like say, for instance, say if it's drinking that leads you down to these negative activities, the grip was you starting drinking in the first place. The grip yeah. was you taking that third shot. The grip was... You you're not I mean? hand fighting. Yeah, you're not hand fighting <laughs> at all. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you're not hand You're just letting them pass yeah, your guard. Like, oh, that guy's got my collar. Ah, yeah. ah, he's got my collar. He's got the collar and sleeve. Fucking let him step over and pass. Let him yeah, get, yeah. get an X pass on me. That's what that is in life. And I think sometimes I just let grips hold on for too long. Uh-huh. And and you can say vices. You know, yeah, a, yeah. a vice can is literally a grip. So has a grip. Hold, it has uh, hold, a grip. It has, has a grip on you. So you've got to like let go of those vices. And sometimes that's like a sacrifice because that, that initial grip fight. In jujitsu, sometimes seems so daunting for whatever reason. Having to address that hand on your on your wrist, I don't know why. Why is that? Why it's is so that simple? So, yes, yeah, just peel it off. Yeah. Why, why won't you do it? Yeah, I think you, it's, <laughs> it's it's the thing that you think you can get away with. Yeah, yes, that's what yeah, it is. You that's think, what it is. You're like ah, they can hold it, whatever. I, I've got other things in mind. Of what I'm gonna do, but you have to realize you can't do what you want to do until that's off you. Uh-huh. You're either using it against them or you're breaking it. But you got to consciously make one of those decisions. One of those decisions, or make your body do it. Yeah. Otherwise, they're gonna do as they. Work. Yeah. And that can be in your in your mind. That can be the devil. That can be like the enemy. It can be whatever you think is is a force of nature that's coming against you. It could be a, a it could be a, anything to yeah, you. A negative love a, relationship, which happens a lot. Where you yeah, end trauma up bonds. At, yeah, trauma bonds. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. That's just gripping your is ass. That you, did you? What's trauma bond? Trauma bond's a thing people say. People oh, use that, okay, that term. Okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. your trauma bond. Like if I had an issue with my life, like say we both didn't have fathers in our yeah. lives and we trauma bond over that and we're toxic because oh, of it together. Man. I've had those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've had plenty of those. Long relationships based on trauma bond. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're both masochists. So we like, you know, we, fa- we fail together hard and we, and we love it. And we like stew in yeah. it. But I think the, the initial endeavor is that you're going to, excuse me, solve it together. You know what I mean? That you're like, oh, I can. If that's a conscious, if that's yeah. something you state out loud, but you know. but then like, it doesn't happen that way because yeah, because we're indulgent. Yeah, we're indulgent. Exactly. Oh and my, we're and, like, and impulsive. We're like, yeah, and we're like, oh, I just want to hear my pity. You know, my self pity. Yeah. I want to hear it through you. And, yeah. and then I, yeah, and then you can identify. So you do it, and then we both are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like drinking in the morning with a friend who also wants to drink in the morning. It's a bad decision, <laughs> but just because both of you guys are doing it doesn't yeah. make it good. Yeah, exactly. It's like no one's gonna hold me. In fact, you're gonna hold me accountable to doing what I want to do in this way. Yeah. So I guess we'll both do it together. Hey, let's have three mimosas. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And then the you're not gonna judge day. me, right? And then you leave that whatever space you're in, whether it could be the beach or something. And you leave. <laughs> And you're like, oh God! And your whole day's screwed. Whole day screwed. Like, That's a bad move. You're feeling shameful for doing it. You missed yeah. out on this and that. You didn't do this or that. And like, uh, for yeah. me, it's always been like a lack, a lack of discipline and a lack of patience. 
that have that have hurt me. Um, discipline and patience, because because yeah. I want what I want, but I'm not willing to be disciplined to go get it sometimes. And that's where jujitsu has really helped me. It's taught me discipline and patience. Um, it's taught me patience in a sense that you can't achieve the level you want to achieve until you work for it, which is the discipline. And then you, it takes time. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't think I really had anything in my life growing up that really taught me that because everything I did it was instant gratification. Was instant gratification and. I would get good to the point where I was good enough, but where I had to like transform and elevate to a higher level, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm good right here. That's like in life, I would always get to blue belt and things and I'd quit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and same I, here. I, I wouldn't no go. No follow through. Yeah, no follow through. Did people say that to you? You got no follow through. You're not following through. Uh, not, not, they wouldn't say those words, but I, I hear the words, you're careless a lot. Oh, uh, okay. For more like, like figures in my life. Yeah, yeah. Just being careless. Yeah. And uh, so that's where like That's what that meant though, right? Yeah, because if you don't have discipline You're not really careful You're not Mm -hmm. really like planning things out You're not not doing things intentionally So therefore you are careless Yeah And so I think I handled a lot of things in my life Carelessly and with neglect But never was I malintented Or never did I have malintention Yeah, but you can still fail While while you have good intentions Exactly The the road to hell is paved Paved with good intentions, exactly So that's that's why I think I kind of had my setbacks And that's just because of lack of direction Whereas like it's crazy now With the level of direction I I have if i had that when i was a kid holy crap because i had so much energy and so much like not to say i don't have it now but when i was a kid it was different you know it was yeah. it was unadulterated it wasn't like there wasn't all these like traumas and things that that i started building up in my life if i oh, had yeah. this level of direction with how I, how i want to proceed man i think that's why it's great that kids need to be doing jujitsu because it teaches you how to direct yeah because you're like, oh, I'm gonna go from, I'm gonna get out of mount, go to close guard, sweep, end up on top, take your back. You have all these plans that you learn how to create, yeah. and then you're like getting out of the worst case scenarios at the same time yeah. as closing off doors, so they so they can't like defeat you as you keep moving forward. Like that mentality, it can transcend into anything. It's a conscious, or I mean, a physical manifestation of these life decisions, right? Yeah, uh, that may not be as physical. So. Uh, do you talk to the kids about that when you're training with them? Do you do you ever like do you ever bring that back around and say like in life when yes or do you you do I you dro- give them like ethereal ideas like that? I drop bombs on it and I do it subtly. I, I, I do it in ways mostly to help the parents. <laughs> I'd be like mm. I'd be like okay so like especially when I'm talking about like tapping or help, something. Help them pay the monthly or help them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm a parent, and I hear you do that. I'm like, how much is it? I don't care. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That, I, he's not getting that at soccer. <laughs> I help them be. I help them parent their kids because. I'm like, yo, you've got to respect your... It's kind of like when you guys don't listen to your mom when they say get off the mats. You're not respecting them. And this is what happens when I'm tapping and you're not respecting my tap. Yeah. You're not listening to me and it's hurting me. I kind of like give them those kind of comparisons. Wow, man. Parents got to love hearing that. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that a lot. Have you ever had a uh, parent come back to you and say, hey, things have shifted in the way this kid you said charles had charles that. oh my god yes i saw charles and he was super respectful to me and like sweet and like he used to be he would barely make eye contact and then like attack your leg yeah yeah, yeah. when he saw you you remember <laughs> was a, what a play yeah. like he just played all when the time. he first started his dad has when come up to little. me multiple times telling me how much i've changed his like charles's life and how how much his, his teachers are like what is charles doing that's really like, that's, yeah like, his teachers are like dumbfounded like he, he made a 360 uh, and i'm like yeah he's, he's, oh he's, no a 180 or yeah, one eighty. Sorry, back sorry. Oh, <laughs> dude, God. Yeah. He what does geometry teacher say about that? <laughs> he's made a seven twenty. He's, he's damn. <laughs> he went all the way back around with the same then, behavior and, and then, then reverse. And then reverse. No, seven twenty. Seven twenty, and then again. No, five eighty <laughs> or something. I don't know what he did. I mean, well, these angles. Well, you know, it could be through sixty because he's made a full circle. You know, he's come back, and you know, of course, he's gonna screw up, but he's screwing up a little better now because it's a spiraling circle upward. <laughs> Okay. All right. So that's life. You that is life. Redefined a whole expression. <laughs> All right. No, uh, I'll buy that. I tried to just to get it. Okay. I'll buy that. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I've had I've had that happen, and it's cool. And honestly, there's certain kids. Like I have a kid named Andrew who was totally not respectful at all, at all to his mom, to everybody in class, and I started calling him respectful Andrew. No way. Yes. Like <laughs> I, I, I nicknamed him. I said, everybody, this is respectful Andrew. Like I called him out, and then I started calling him Spec, and then I started calling him Specky. So now people call now they call him, hey, Specky. Specky. <laughs> Whoa. And then, has that manifested at yes, home yet? Yes, it, it has. 
No way. Are and, you serious? And even in class, the way he's paying attention now and like, oh, man, he's so different. He's just growing, wow, growing, that's growing. Really cool. He competed for the first time on Saturday. He loves competing. He's like, what is the next competition? And yeah. just seeing the interest grow, man. I, lo- I love seeing people love jujitsu. But yeah, Specky. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Big spec. So. James can't really do this with the adults, but like, (laughs) I guess this is what this podcast is about is like trying to like relate all these things, you know, that you can't really do in class, you know, but, but you know, it's happening to some degree. Like, guys are getting fit, Uh people are coming back, you know. Here's the one thing that kind of like always, not one thing, one of the things that is always a little daunting with jujitsu for me is um the the physical change that takes place when you start training regularly oh my again. god when i tra- yeah when i train regularly i'm banged up <clears throat> you mm-hmm. know because you know i shouldn't be because i don't but but i'm learning right mm-hmm. so i'm always learning so i'm always making the mistake of being too physical or someone else is or something yeah and i get banged up you have you have it happen everybody mm-hmm. has it happen no matter how much technique you use how many times you hear pedro say calm down you shouldn't have to work so hard yeah you do, and then um, and then you're banged up. So getting in there and doing it again, and and working at it mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it's hard. Um, and then I think finding that balance, yeah. you know, where you where you don't take too much of your physical energy and your time away from your family and your life, mm-hmm. but you're but you're still engrossed completely in this thing that you love. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a hard one. It's very hard, and. I give out a shout out to Drew McKenzie, man. And man. Shout out to High Performance Athletics. Like, honestly, I, I, I've tried, I've worked my hardest to maintain like a schedule Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, even I added. But working out with Drew has significantly changed my ability to grapple. So you don't get, so you're not carrying uh, soreness or injuries oh, around I'm, as I'm, much. I'm sore all the time from, okay. from working out with him and training. But, oh, okay. but, but my, normal muscle soreness. But, not but, like, yeah, but my body can handle things more because like ligaments are stronger. Yeah. Like like everything, like the muscle groups are stronger. I'm not like using as much muscle because I'm supplementing it. Like my, my technique is better. My posture is better. Things I do are just more technical because I have to be technical. Yeah, exactly. I can't. Anytime <laughs> the word posture comes up, I'm like, like posture. But like I mean I mean to carry 225 pounds on your back and and squat it. You know what I mean? Like you've got to, you got to have good posture. Like to to deadlift 315 pounds, which is what I did. Just reminds last you of week. position and leverage. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even more so cuz you're like, "Dang, this weight could actually hurt me." Now How does that translate? It translates because I have similar weight, well not 300 pounds, but I have like 200 pounds sometimes floating on top of me. I've got to manage that. And if I don't, I'm going to pop my ribs yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, I knew, <laughs> like, I knew real. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 serious. That's why I like, and I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. I've always been, so I'm always like, that could hurt me. Don't do that. That could hurt me. Don't do that. Don't twist out of this because I'm gonna hurt. I had a serious groin injury when I was a white belt. It was, I think, it's the worst injury I've had in jujitsu. It's kind of similar to Bree's groin injury, yeah. I imagine. I had, like, I it, had one, too, that it just, nagged for a year. Yeah, yeah, for a whole year. It I was, just now started calming down. I was hurting. I was hurting, yeah. man. I couldn't bridge. It sucked. I was like, man, am, am I just am I broken? Yeah. There, there's times forever? In, yeah, there's times in jiu-jitsu I thought I was broken forever. Yeah. I was like, wow, my shoulder hurts. Like, my finger's all messed up. I've yeah. got bone spurs. Like, man, and, and it healed. But um, yeah. I just was like, I was overexerting. They used to, people used to say I used to buck. I was a bucker. Yeah, you were. I was a bucker. I do remember that. I don't even know if I was bucking. Was I bucking then too? Oh, heck yeah. No. You bucked me? Yes. <laughs> when I first met you, you were bucking. God. Bro. If you, you mounted me, just I was just a blue like, belt. Buck, 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 buck. Yeah, you would buck a ton. Because remember, that's how I would get to I get that gift wrap on oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I, was, I was bucking like crazy. I wasn't a subtle. Yeah. I wasn't subtle. No. Especially when I first moved when I first to Savannah. That was yeah. when I first met you. When I first moved to Savannah, I was clean blue belt with two stripes. Right. And I'd like, man, I was just training hard. Yeah. I was a and I was young. You I was were only, mad when you got I was only tapped like twenty three. You were very emotional when you got tapped too. You didn't like really, it. Was that? Yeah. Well, I don't not that. every time, but sometimes you would get really frustrated. I could tell. But it was but, just in this like, like it's just a change in how you were feeling. I could tell if you if I was because at that time I had more technique than you, and um and so you would get if I tapped you like multiple times in a row with the same thing like twice or something. You would you were mad what, at yourself. How- I could tell you would be mad at yourself. You never tapped me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the gift wrap. I was remember when I did that. I gift wrapped. You got so mad. I, I think would, I think that's also why I learned how to escape the gift wrap and deal with it. 
yeah. early. I think yeah, I, that's a, yeah. Yeah, I remember asking a question about. Yeah. I was like, James, how do I deal with this? And then yes. I learned. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, invert and like scissor your legs and invert and then like peel that leg on the inside. Yeah, I wasn't bringing anything special. I was just bringing different jujitsu into the room because I had trained with all these different places and different people doing. Yo, different you were things, messing you know? me up. But back I was in doing different things and and bringing it into the room with yeah. James and yeah. you and then and even James like I was passing his guard pretty easily in nogi for a little while Ooh. and then he had a session with Pedro and it was over, bro. Yeah. I mean, it was over. He that's, was like, that's the thing about James, straight up front choking me and like, I mean, dude, he he immediately found the solution. He's like, no way is this guy gonna do this. He, to me. He's a he learns. I Ooh, mean, buddy, he did not. Yeah, I used to take his back and like I used to get a choke here and there. Not even close anymore. Yeah, because like, my jujitsu was bullshit. Learned. It was just my <laughs> angle was different. My stuff, what I was doing was different than what he was actively defending and doing yeah. in the room. So it all of a sudden was this open spot for him. And he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And you were nice with, it. and you're, you're nice with it. Don't, well, I wasn't trying. To, yeah, no, don't, don't sell yourself short. Well, yeah, okay, nice, yeah, I was, nice. yeah, it was. Come I was on. doing what I was doing well, but the, yeah. but the, this is the point. It's why Hoist Gracie was able to tap out everybody in the first UFC. Those yeah. guys weren't bad. J- uh, Frank Shamrock wasn't a bad fighter. Yeah. He just didn't know how to defend jiu-jitsu. Ken? What did I say, Frank? Ken. Yeah. Ken. I was like, yeah. Frank. No, no, Ken. <laughs> yeah. well, both of them. But yeah. but Ken didn't know how to defend jiu-jitsu at the time. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, that's true. so he was a great fighter and a great wrestler and a great athlete and all mm-hmm. those things. <clears throat> but I watched, I rewatched uh, like some little feed of UFC 1 the other day yeah. on like, uh, I don't know, on Facebook or something. And uh, they showed like a couple of the fights. And Hoist tapped it with, uh, man, now I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was I, I want to say it was a choke. I think it was a choke. <clears throat> yeah. It was a triangle. But anyway, uh, the point is, Ken Ken could have defended that a week later, but he just didn't know what to do, where the hole was, mm. and um, and I think when when you the point I'm making is that when somebody comes into the room with different jujitsu, they're not necessarily better, and and that's a weird thing because I've traveled around so much, I'm going to different places, and with one guy, I'll just run the guy, and yeah. he's maybe a higher belt than me, mm-hmm. and then the and then a white belt will just own me, and uh, and. It's because of the disparage the the disparity between yes, the yeah. techniques yeah. and what is known and what isn't known. Yes. Sometimes someone's game or someone's <clears throat> yeah. style counters yeah. your style. Little holes. That, yeah, that's yeah. just what it is. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe you're really good at triangles, and I have defended triangles forever because maybe my my coach or whoever I train with does triangles. Like, Let, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's bring this back to life now. Then. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, in everyday life, um, this happens in interactions in everyday life. Where oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, where you're there's a hole in how you communicate and uh, and, and, and this other person yes mm-hmm. or or it also cre- like my situation where I'm like always very like friendly with people and I and I give them the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. that's my technique mm-hmm. but this other person's technique it's not a good match for me it's not a good fight for me because uh, are they more standoffish or you think like well maybe, maybe there's that they're not yes. receptive to your yep, energy not receptive yeah. to it or maybe they are but they're very deceptive and they're like oh here's a guy uh, I can take advantage of oh they're pivoting off of it okay. like I can take advantage of this guy he's gonna give me he's gonna give me the benefit of the doubt yeah well if, if you're i've gonna, been if, in this situation before if you're gonna step your leg up i i might shrimp off it and get a hook in it right and elevate you you know what i mean yeah yeah so yeah so 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 these matchups <laughs> and and the the hole in the technique of how you communicate mm-hmm. if you balance yourself by understanding communication at a level that you know kind of a, a more wide uh spectrum of different communications yeah. then you're then you're prepared and you're listening and you're observing and you're and you're and you're interacting with a person based on their their communication yes. skills as well instead of just your own. And I think that's kind of how it relates to jiu-jitsu in this way. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's funny because um, right now, currently, I'm reading a book uh, that Drew recommended. It's called Mask of Masculinity. And it's really cool because we've been talking about it in our Jesus Jiu-Jitsu group. And we actually had a – on Tuesdays, we usually – Meet up and uh, mask of masculinity. Mask of masculinity by Lewis. Um, I get his last name, <clears throat> but uh, it's a it's been a really interesting read, and uh, it it co- it goes over like the different kinds of masks that men have, and even in the group we were like, oh, we don't really like the term mask. Let's talk about traits that we hide behind like walls. You know what I mean? More like traits. So there's one. It's like stoic, which is like pain and pain is weakness. Then there's the athlete, win win win. Material, the person who just wants to get stuff. The sexual, like the person who has on sexual conquest. Oh yeah. And like the aggressive, like the hunter who's not the gatherer who just hunts. Then there's the joker who uses wit and sarcasm. Then there's like the person who's invincible, has no fear. Then there's the know it all, who's like the smartest one in the room. And lastly, there's like the alpha, who's like the most dominant. And like when you're yeah. communicating, sometimes we wear like I might wear the stoic mask as I'm communicating with you based off of the mask that I think you're projecting to me yeah, yeah. and sometimes that can create these these weird oh, like yeah. like moments of like communication yeah. where sometimes transparency uh-huh. can like kind of take all that away and allow you to openly communicate with certain people and I think when you're doing jujitsu with people 
That's the thing about jujitsu and the way you communicate in jujitsu. There's no, there's no fraudulence. You can't really fake things. I can, like, for instance, there's a guy that trained with us back when we were on Victory and Jefferson. I think his name was Chris, and he comes in no gi. We're all in the gi, and he goes, he goes, hey, I'm brand new to this. I just started training. Can you just do a light roll? I'm like, oh sure. Start rolling with him immediately. I'm like. He's not new. This guy is definitely not new. Like, you just bare him belt. You just inverted, and you just, like, pivoted off my leg. At the end of it, I'm like, are you a purple belt? He goes, dude, how did you know? I was just messing around. I was just trying to uh, play around. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, I could feel that you were a purple belt. I can sense it. Yeah. I can, you know what I mean? There's no lying on the mats. Yeah. So, so there's mass that you can put up with communication that, like, sometimes if you just kind of put yours down for a second, you can, like, allow the other person to maybe lower theirs and that's how you can start to see each other for who you really are who you really are and then you, know you can I mean? see yourself for who you really are and it's, then you exactly. can develop who you are because the, yeah. the really you know the, there's that um that term that like i don't like who i am around that person uh, you, have, you, you know yeah, that oh term? yeah i've heard that or like i like who i am around this person or i like yeah. who i am around this person yeah and these things rather than um rather than con- uh, not controlling but like consciously engaging with that those the masks and how they draw out the other mask yeah, in the person. Yeah. Um, we uh, we tend to just react to it and like, oh, I don't hang out around the person because I don't like who I am around them. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you don't like who you are around them because you're reacting and not making a conscious decision a, to be to be transparent yeah. and then um, and allow them to be the better person too right, than right, they can, right. than they're being mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, uh, you know, I feel like. There's so much to that. Also, the other person has to be prepared to do the same. But but they're, but they're not going to be drawn out to do it right, unless right. you do it. Yeah. And you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. That, and that even goes back to what we were talking about earlier about, you know, like being willful in your own intentions. You know what I mean? Not not making someone else hold you accountable to be what you are. Because in that sense, that person is holding you accountable to be something in a sense by their own natu- their own nature. Yeah. You should be who you who you want to be based off the will alone yeah. you know what i mean instead of like oh i'm around this person this person likes to make jokes so that's when i'm gonna be the joker right and he brings the the clown out of me he brings me he makes me feel like i want to be gregarious and what no just yeah. if that's what you like being like then practice be being that way, that way yeah. around someone who's not yeah yeah you know what i mean you don't always have to fit in molds to other people and be the chameleon i think that's something i've been in my life is like chameleon like yeah you know what i mean it makes and, you likable right it makes you likable and then you yeah you get accolades for that and, 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 and it's that, rewarded it, and it feeds the people pleaser and then yes all, and but also in a way that's a way of controlling our experiences we're trying i'm, I'm try, i was trying to control the outcome of someone liking me or not by by being something that maybe i'm not yeah. you know it's almost, it's almost like it's like deceptive you know what i mean to yeah. like to, to be likable to gain favor or whatever you know and i'm like i can't live like that i can't live like that i gotta only you know express the the truth the real you know that yeah. way that way i don't feel like such an imposter anywhere or ever yeah you know i think that helps to, to and that's offset. called the book is mask of masculinity mask it, of, it sort of reminds me of, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sorry no, it sort of reminds me of um that love language book yeah, yeah. oh yeah five love there's five of them right i think yeah. so yeah yeah like gift giving and words of affirmation mm-hmm. i think i'm all of the languages i think oh really every i think i think mostly i'm quality time and words of affirmation yeah. I, quality time is huge with me um it's funny because I've been more of a, recl- of a recluse recently, but yeah. I still love quality time. Even I, I, and what I mean by quality time, I like to be able to sit in a room with you and like I don't have to be anything. Right. Yeah. If I can do that with you, oh my god, that's quality time. That's real. That's yeah. real. That's real. If I can just be nothing, and that and that <laughs> amounts that time spent amounts toward it's like currency toward your bond with that person. Yes. And and it it amounts to so much more. Just the same amount of time, an hour mm-hmm. or whatever can amount to so much more value than the time where you go out. And this is the thing, like, man, people always want to go out and like, hey, let's go out together. We'll go out and do this, do that. Let's go. Yeah, we'll party together, whatever. And you go to a bar and like, you never really even interact really. And it's like kind of like everybody's got their masks on. Uh And it's Uh and it's not it's not real. Um it's not. It's not real, and it's also detrimental because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, there's alcohol. And you're practicing alcohol. not being true to yourself, but you're also wasting time you could have spent bonding mm. for real. Bonding for real, yeah. Yeah, never, I'd rather just go. Like, I mean, it sounds kind of. I don't know, weak or weird, but like I'd rather go sit at a coffee shop with somebody. Yeah, and talk about something. Yeah, and really talk about something. I mean, you bring something to the table. Yeah, you know my my favorite ways of en- engaging with other people always since day one has been some form of game. Because I think yeah, that, you're a gamer, gamer. Yeah, I'm a gamer, but you really find out who someone's character is through gaming with them, 
gaming and competing against them, but in a fun way that's not yeah. like life or death. Yeah. Like playing games with someone and talking talking smack and like seeing uh-huh. and seeing how people react to smack talk uh-huh. and being able to like clown someone and, and being able to accept failure with that person and winning yeah. and losing and like just creating that like bond together through a game. Oh man, it's so much it's like that's the real to me. Like wow. e- even if it's a card game. That's pretty care. cool. Yeah. I love yeah. gaming with people. You get That's to learn cool. who they are. So, yeah. Do you ever find yourself interacting or like acting a certain way that you're like ashamed of? Where you're like, oh man, I could take loss better than this. What am I doing? Or like, you, you ever you ever question yourself when you're doing that? Like you're like, no, because I I think I've always been good at losing because I'm like a troll. So if I lose, it like nah, I still, I still whip the ass. Ah nah nah. Like oh I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, you know I'll like go on the. Go on like the overly like uh, cocky joke. Oh yeah, even when I'm losing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll be more arrogant when I'm losing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I just like to see. I don't know. I like to be annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's especially cool. when I was a kid. I poke at people that way. Uh-huh. I'm like, can you even take this? Can you take me at my most annoying? Do you, were you, <laughs> I know you got to go soon, but were your yeah. were, were a lot of your actions uh, when you? Or, I mean, uh, interactions when you were growing up were a lot of them online. No, it was w- gaming. It was, it was mostly like in person, like people coming to my house and playing oh. my GameCube oh. and playing Super Smash Brothers. Okay, okay it was okay. never online when I was younger. It was oh. always, "Hey, I'm gonna go to your house. You're gonna go to my house. We're gonna play 64, or we're gonna go outside and play basketball, football. We're gonna game." Do you feel like you get the same interaction with somebody when you're online gaming with them? You um, don't, do you? I don't really online. I, I online game with strangers mostly. Right. Like, so uh, you never really do know. Like, you, even though you're gaming with them, you don't see the personality. You don't, you're not engaged with them. But, but it's funny because, like, I would game with James. Like, right. You know, and when James lived in Savannah and I was in Maryland, yeah. that's how we communicated mostly. We would be on, like, yeah. online and we would talk to each other in game. But, like, I saw a lot more of his personality through gaming. Like, a lot, like, a lot of personality of him that most people probably never see. Yeah. I can see through gaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like our trolley ways and our, the jokes that people make mm-hmm. and like the way yeah. we, you know, you see a different, um, different level to people. So I think that, yeah, I, I did get to see people on another level, honestly. When you were actually engaged, like, like audibly. Actually, yeah, and, like, audibly. You knew the person from before. Yeah. Especially if I could, yeah. if you were in my headset and we could talk to each other. You know what I mean? That's when, that's when it just got super clowny, especially in the chat, man. We were just talking shit. What what I'm getting at, I guess, is what I'm trying to like dig at is yeah. like the value of online gaming for young people and whether oh. or not it actually does increase uh, bonds. Uh, well, I was going to say increase uh, intellectual understanding of interaction, like oh. people. I think I think it can. I think it's just another level. Like for instance, like I went to one of my students' houses to have like a barbecue, or whatever. Yeah. And one of the kids was was playing Fortnite. With, yeah. with one of my other, st- actually with Charles. Oh, yeah. It was Charles, and I was at Julian's house, and Charles and Julian were playing Fortnite. Right, the food was cooking, and I went into Julian's room. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm playing with Charles online, da, da, da. And, like, to listen to Charles talking online, I was like, I've never heard him talk like Ah, this. what was he doing? Yo, he's just, like, talking smack. And, like, <laughs> and like, and like, oh, nice, nice, nice cut, G. Like, yo, what's good? Like, just, like, all this, like, he's speaking really fast yeah. and, like, talking all this smack, and, like, he's really good at the game. So seeing him in his element, I was like, whoa, I understand you a little differently now yeah now when you're in class i communicate with him just a little bit differently because i understand him more yeah because i can see him in he's, his element yeah he's not being uh he's the, taught the charles yeah. that's there for coach Jimmy. yeah that's there for coaching to be coached he's he's the charles that's in his room hanging out with his headset he's got yeah. his little he's got his little taka takas and he's, he's chilling and playing his game there's and, more there's so much more to know about this we got to have a whole nother podcast yeah. about it. Uh, just it, the the difference of interacting with somebody in their space in mm-hmm. their personal space in their with own them, personal space yeah. and then in another space like at work or whatever like you know when you would go from a work situation with somebody where you know them at work and then you go uh, to a social situation with yeah. them and it's a totally different ball totally game. different ball game especially if they're like if yeah. there's any hierarchy wherever you are with them and they're oh, like, yeah. and, and they're at the highest point you know what i mean like it's yeah. totally different and then there's that adjustment period where you're like you're with your boss mm-hmm. and you're out for drinks and then he's he or she is like uh you can you know hey you know they're they're kind of in, instructing you through action that like we're equal here let's yeah party yeah. And hang it's out. Part, let's, yeah yeah it's like, or oh. the other or they're still trying to be dominant in yeah, hierarchy yeah, yeah. Position. yeah yeah that's trippy isn't it it really is trippy. Social interactions are really oh, trippy. Oh, man. It's like lie. you got to take a break and go yeah. be reclusive sometimes. Yeah, I, I, like you've been. I've been feeling like yeah. that way heavily, heavily, heavily. But then I'm also like, man, I really miss like my tight friend groups that I yeah. hung out with every day. Mm-hmm. We'd hang out and like, man, oh, I miss those. So so it's a recharging thing. You just have to like sit back and recharge. And then, and then especially someone like you who's an observer and you think about these things a lot, you have to take time and sort through it and then yeah. come back with intent. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't think it can be constant. Yeah, it's not. You got to take breaks like on and off. It's yeah. Not, 
it's so hard. It's so hard to juggle life right now with like trying to have self improvement and then also think about others and be more caring and like there's so many things in my own career and things I want to like get better at with jujitsu. Man, I don't know how you do it. You do so many things. I do you're a lot like of things. Cutting all this wood. You're doing this. You got kids. But I fail sometimes. Like I fail. I feel like lately I've been training so much. My wife is. I can feel her like waiting for me to be like, um, you know, to come back and be like, okay. Uh, are you gonna get this back in perspective again? And we're not gonna <laughs> training every day for three hours, you know? Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I'm having to like make a conscious decision to do that. Yeah. Wow. But that's it for life science today. Life science. I like it. I'm life. Not... Life and fight science. Damn. Yeah. Glad that's a good one. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. Yeah, baby. Like, been a hot minute, baby. Hot minute. Yeah, y'all miss me. Thanks for hanging out with us, you guys. Thanks, John Eden. <laughs> But how much can you bench, brah? That's what he says. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all real insightful, but how much can you bench, brah? Yeah, I can't bench for shit, so. <laughs> y'all thirsty. Y'all, y'all thirsty pecs. <laughs> how much can your thirsty pecs bench, brah? Thirsty pecs. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to GJJSAB, Crazy Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world. From the best dude in the world, under the best dude in the world, with the best people in the world, with the best intent in the world. Yes. In the best world of the world. Yeah. Maybe the best uh, block of 70th Street in the world. <laughs> best block. Yeah, that's the only 70th Street I, I rock with. Sorry. Every, every, every other 70th Street can just go ahead and die. Substandard. Yeah, substandard. Subpar. SAB. Rolling in our sleep. The techniques. Thanks for hanging out with us on the live uh, podcast. Um, by the way, we're going to post this up on our regular um, post roll. I mean, uh, post roll Podbean. Post roll podcast.podbean.com. And then on the website. And then um, we're going to. Um, we're going to start doing some new video stuff, and then we're also going to be going live on YouTube in the near future. I'll let you know where to find those stream keys. We're doing YouTube next. That's coming up very, very soon. I'm building it now. Yes, oh, Randall, thanks, man. Yeah, that's I didn't, sweet. I didn't see that. Thanks, yeah. bro. I miss Randall. Ah. Me too. Uh, he says, Jimmy, you're a miracle worker with kids, transforming the world one life at a time. Uh, I like that. Randall always had, like, he, he was bald, but he, it was kind of scruffy. Yeah. So if he ever cross-faced you, man. <laughs> he scruffed you? It's, it's, yeah, he scruff-faced me. <laughs> um, Umberto Lopez says, morning. Hey. And so does Harry Lloyd. Harry Good Lloyd. morning. That's Buddy. But, um... That's not insightful. Guys, hit us with something like Randall. Come on. That's the standard right now. That's Say something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's Randall with a smile. Mag, you better tap before you snap. You better not give up your back or you'll be taking a nap. Nap, 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 nap. <laughs> I'm going to break it down. You know what? I didn't hear much of this I, podcast, Colin. What? I didn't hear much of the, the, the sound effects. Oh, I didn't Come on. I, I, I didn't hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I bar- like that one. Barbecue Eccles says hi. We didn't have much Barbecue Eccles uh, commentary. Yeah. Oh, we had a lot of Barbecue Eccles. Oh, yeah, that, Mark, was barbecue that Mark Twain quote? Oh, that yeah. was Barbecue Eccles. Oh, my God. Duh. duh. Yeah, because uh, Mark Twain got it from Barbecue Eccles. He went to the barbecue. <laughs> he went to the barbecue yeah. back in the day. He's like, have you seen my new... Uh, have you s- have you seen my new uh, book? Uh, it's called uh, The Life of Times of Tom Sawyer. And uh, he's like, yeah, man, try the chicken. Hey, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, man. I've I, I seen a lot of, uh, <laughs> I've seen a lot of troubles in my life, Mark. <laughs> None of which, uh, <laughs> most of which never occurred. He's like, all right, uh, I have to go. He's like, Excuse me, I gotta go use the bathroom real quick. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>